I'm Dr. Lara Devgan. I'm a plastic surgeon in New York City, the CEO of Scientific Beauty, and of course, a major beauty enthusiast. You are listening to Beauty Bosses, where we chat with fellow industry leaders who are shaping beauty, fashion, wellness, and all things pretty. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited about this awesome episode of Beauty Bosses. Today, I'm here with the Betches, who you probably know from their awesome Instagram account, which has 6.3 million followers, and their memes are my favorite and the funniest ones. Um, I'm here with Samantha and Aileen. Jordana is busy making memes right now, (laughs) but (laughs) thank you guys so much for being here. Thanks Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. I am so excited about this episode because I'm a personal fan of the Betches. Um, even though I don't know if I'm an aging millennial-ish, <laughs> um, but I feel like I can still read the stuff, right? Yeah, anyone could be a Betch. Really, it's an ageless, ageless <laughs> concept. <laughs> um, I really like what you guys have done. So I know that you have some really cool projects coming up, including When's Happy Hour, which I'm super excited about. That's your new book, right? Yeah, that's our new book. It's coming out in October, um, but you can pre-order it now. It's a career book, but a funny, no BS, very lighthearted but informational (laughs) career (laughs) book that I think that everyone could get something out of. Okay, so I wanted to talk to you guys actually about the book and about your journey to get to this place because I feel like that's... um, that You guys are living the dream. You guys are millennials who created... a multimedia conglomerate media company (laughs) and you worked really hard so now you can work a little bit less or that's the goal (laughs) i mean i I feel like we're never going to get to that point where we work less but that is that's what we're striving for (laughs) yeah so the subtitle of the book is work hard so you can hardly work and i think we're still in the work hard phase yeah it's definitely but it's a projection there's like a projected hardly work date for like maybe five or ten years from now yes but it's like I don't feel it coming anytime soon, honestly. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. The, because, the, well, we, so you were just on our podcast and we were just talking about how, like, we just keep working harder and harder and harder <laughs> as ambitious people. And there's really no end in sight for when that ends. But well, well, I think an alternative, like, understanding of that phrase is that if you're doing something that you are passionate about and you... Yeah that you get fulfillment from that it won't feel as difficult as something that you don't like doing or don't really feel connected with. Yeah, totally. It doesn't feel like work. Um, I wanted to sort of rewind a little bit. Now everyone knows Betches as like this sort of big uh, company. But in the early days, how did you guys start? Take me back to the origin. Yeah. Um, Well, uh, the three of us have known each other since we were like 10 like kids we went we grew up together in the same town um and then we also happened to go to college together it wasn't like a full plan um <laughs> we've been planning this for <laughs> 25 years yeah, yeah. so fifth graders and look then, around yeah, look around you'll <laughs> your find your business, business partners <laughs> might be at recess yeah that's a crazy thought to think yeah, about so think that you're in the same room when you're almost 30 is <laughs> don't eat the paste you will not impress your future business partners and yeah. investors yeah. yeah you better be pitching ideas soon. um but yeah so senior year of college we all we the three of us lived together and um we were always we always knew we were funny and we always entertained ourselves like just through like just by saying the ridiculous thoughts that we had we would say them to each other and just like laugh and that would be our like really connection for our friendship um 
And so we decided to start a blog because at the time, like Instagram, this is 2011, Instagram wasn't really a thing that was like booming, you know? Um, and I mean, also there was this thing about like frat tower culture and how like this bro was so glorified. And we, we noticed that why isn't, why aren't women represented in that way? Like why, why isn't there this positive, fun um, representation for women to have like community around so we thought and that be we funny and be funny and like just embrace our ridiculousness and embrace that we're not all these perfect people that everyone tr- like society tries to make us be or or make us look like so um we so we started a blog and it blew up um did it blow up on did it blow up on your college campus? Yes. Yeah. Where but did you guys we were go to anonymous. School? Cornell. Okay. But we were anonymous for like two years. We were anonymous. We wouldn't tell people that it was us who wrote the blog. Like even our own friends. Like we wrote some funny like anecdotes on the blog about like inside jokes with our friends, and our friends would be texting us like from other colleges would be texting us like, "Who is writing this crazy? How do so they know?" Funny. We so went out to our friends much later, earlier yeah, yeah. than everybody else, and so it spread from Cornell to other college campuses. Well, it's yeah. So it spread on Facebook, and at the time, Facebook was didn't have this like crazy. Um, um, algorithm that wasn't chronological and so people were really using Facebook um, to, to see what their friends were doing and not like looking at these videos that people are paying for so, <laughs> yeah right what, anyway that's a separate topic but it is messed up right yeah. so so at the time so it really like helped us grow and it, it was like it, it spread like wildfire in a, in, a, in a sense of like real sharing like people loved it so they shared and they kept sending to their friends they're like this is you or are you writing this like who's do like and so they, that's they, like true viral growth so that yeah that's what yeah. we that's what we saw in the beginning and um and then we decided to sort of keep doing it after college. We had the advice to potentially write a book and we got connected to a book agent. And that summer we worked on our book proposal and we sold it to Simon & Schuster, who is the same publisher now of um, our second book that was also a New York Times bestseller and now our third one, which is coming out in October, which you talked about. Um, sorry, I got a plug. So um, <laughs> Always working. Yeah, so, so yeah, so and then we just kept going like another person gave us advice that we should be blogging once a day at least and we were very lazy at the time we're like oh once a day <laughs> but we now were, you have to blog like 10 it. times a yeah. day right we, we it's funny that blogging once a day was once a burden for us if all we had to do is one post a day but, right now but here's oh the God. thing though like we we labored over every word that went into that blog like every joke we thought 10 times over every single line. Like, should we put a yeah. comma here or an and there, you know? <laughs> I could literally r- memorize yeah. posts same. because I had read them so mm-hmm. many times. Same, same. What yeah. was your favorite post? Sorry, oh what was your favorite post from the early days? Oh my gosh. Oh my the God. pregame was really good. Not keeping up with the news was really I good. I loved hipsters. Diets. Making fun of hipsters. Yeah, making fun of hipsters. Diets was... That was a controversial one. Yeah. Um, I don't remember. Diet Coke. Diet Coke. <laughs> Ice coffee. Yeah. It was basically, yeah. at first we started, we were inspired by stuff white people like, and because it, it was super satirical, and that's what our brand was in the beginning. It was like very satirical, like self-aware comedy. And so that was a big inspiration. So we sort of made a list, but more so like what do these, what do young 
millennial women, which we didn't know they were called millennial women until way later, but that's who we were. Who decided describing. that? I, 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 feel like I, could, I, I would like to name a generation. Nobody like, like who can get who gets yeah, to like, do who that? calls. Yeah, right. Who, who baby boomer? Who are you? If you're listening, please email <laughs> DM me. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. But um, yeah, that's, so that's basically the story. And then there's obviously so much after that. Okay, and so that was 2011. Is yes. that right? Yeah, and now it's 2018. So definitely a lot has happened. And I think there are a lot of personal growth that happened between that time. Because yes. like we learned to sort of be responsible. We learned to be adults. We learned that one blog post a day isn't enough. <laughs> and we learned that we want, we learned about ourselves that we want to make a living through this. Yeah. And we also, I mean, the biggest thing for a business is that we learned how to monetize. We, we learned that it's not just all about the art and like making the funniest joke, but that we really need the content to be in service of making money. And that has been, I mean, not the three of us, none of us went to business school. So it has definitely been a challenge because we're all very creative. So you have three creative people and none of us is like particularly, you know, great at crunching numbers. <laughs> right. Or just inclined towards, you know, that that's kind of like our, our nature. Um, our nature is really all to be creative. And that has probably been one of the biggest challenges, but one that we've you know, overcome and we, we don't have any investors. So we run the business super like leanly. Um, we're pretty risk averse in terms of who we hire and, you know, we don't, you know, put money into crazy projects that we're not sure will do really well or have a good margin or anything like that. So we've learned about business. Like we're in the school of business yeah. in the business. I like that. That's just business school. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's like book number five or whatever. Number yeah. four. Well, in, in our, in one's happy hour, we do have a chapter about like, just how we start we tell the story of how we started the the company and how you know how we've gotten here and um and also give advice on how to start your own company so let's talk a little bit about that when did you make the leap from the blog to other social platforms and when did you realize that social media was going to kind of take over the blogosphere so we reserved the instagram name pretty soon after um, Instagram came out. So we did reserve it in 2011, but we weren't using it for another two years um, until Instagram was something that we personally were using. So something that has always guided us is like, what do we actually do? Because our audience is kind of like us. We, you know, look to ourselves for, to understand, to understand the demographic. Um, and basically once we started using Instagram personally, we kind of saw how others were using it and we knew that okay now we have to be on this platform um this is where our audience is this is where we are and this is where we'll be but before that we were focusing on growing facebook and growing web traffic and those are still you know those are still priorities but just not as much and um you know and since then you know we moved into podcasting we have a lot of podcasts now on across different topics yeah. so i think what's helped us is like since we are sort of I guess comedians were very observant of like ourselves of you know just the people around us like the habits that they um they have <laughs> the things that they do the things they like the things they buy um and also I guess our intuition so we put that together and then like we make kind of strategic decisions for our company how did you first start monetizing Betches? google ads 
Yeah, that was her first. Cool. Um, there yeah. used to be these, or I guess there might still be these ad networks that basically just like automatically serve ads to the website. So that was our first. <laughs> definitely a lot of those. No, but uh, not the ones that we used, I think, in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we we started with like web just display ads sort of standard. And then once in, then we um, got in touch with this agency that offered to, they were originally going to be selling our web ads, but they're, the people who were coming to them were getting a lot they were asking a lot more about our instagram presence and this is when instagram posts cost like three hundred dollars <laughs> there was no standardization in, in across the industry i mean still now it's not totally standardized but it's a little bit more official and legit than it used to be and people just wanted to post ads on right. our instagram and that was sort of like the genesis of what our current um and we went is. and we rode that wave. We were like, sure, keep them coming. Like, what ads? Here, ads. There. No one really cared. It was great. And then the next year, like after a year of that or maybe less, we were like, okay, we have a serious business model here. Like, let's let's make it so that our brand doesn't suffer from this and let's have a strategy moving forward and let's make a plan so that we can grow with like monetizing our Instagram. So, I mean, there's, we've definitely made like seriously... Um, I think big big moves for for ourselves, and now we're at a place where we're we have growing or growing our own sales team in house. Um, we are working with clients, and it's not just like here's an Instagram; it's like 360. We they could work for us within a whole year, um, or they can um, run ads, quote unquote, on our Instagram story, our Insta main grid. Um, run on across our all of our podcasts um, on our, our our website uh, create yeah create a shirt on our shop like take over our emails um, I'm missing things yeah. there's more yeah, that's awesome <laughs> but they, yeah an event we you know we like, we threw a movie premiere party for a movie called Thoroughbreds that came out earlier this year so right now we're focused much more on brand alignment um, we think that it helps our audience trust us because we don't you know, there's so much crap out there. We don't want our audience to look at what we're pushing and be like, okay, they are just selling out for whoever mm. will pay them. Right. We really you don't want to be the next flat tummy tea machine. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. You know what's funny? <laughs> flat tummy tea has become a meme in and of itself that everyone uses to sort of represent like what you don't want. Having jumped the shark. I know. Yeah. Like really. Well, I think what you guys do really well is um, branded content that is not like you know, it's not obnoxious in the way it is when you're being sold random crap on mm -hmm. Instagram. We appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. We have like a lot of really solid creatives in our company and our team that we work like really, really hard to make sure that it doesn't dilute like what we put out in our content. So what do you think about people who say that women aren't funny? I mean, you were probably like starting your Betches blog, your first blog right around the time when it was like a whole pop cultural phenomenon that, you know, women are officially not funny. Newsflash. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually when earlier in this conversation, I almost said that, that at the time when we started this, <laughs> it was definitely like a belief that that people could just openly espouse that women aren't funny. Now I think people would get in a little bit, a little bit more backlash for saying that but i mean how absurd, who thinks women aren't right? funny men like like you're not you know what's yeah. so funny well, we're I'm, not trying to make you laugh right exactly yeah, we're trying to make ourselves laugh <laughs> yeah. um i remember when we were working on our first book, book proposal like the summer after college and we were sitting there and talking and we're like 
will people think female comedy is funny like next year like <laughs> i like how long is this really gonna last us you know and it and then the thought the thought that the fact that we had that thought is so crazy you know because we just kept going and growing and i think there's also a lot of female celebrities and comedians that came with yeah amy schumer Amy's and schumer. tina tina fey and like, like so many hilarious mm-hmm. chelsea handler so many hilarious women yeah i mean the fact that people can look at women like that and say women aren't funny is just ridiculous because it's clearly so much more about like the opportunity that women are given to have platforms because now that they have a platform lots of people think women are funny mm-hmm. so i mean i think like with so many other fields comedy had you know that boys club it was just hard to break into and there just weren't the opportunities, but now there are. And yeah, and we're also trying to use our platform um, to get to give opportunity to up and coming female comedians. So we just hosted a little bit of a comedy special in our office, and then we're going to post um, those those little stand ups um, on our IGTV, so that like they get they get the they get the platform to like speak their comedy and it was very very funny it was a great little lunch break um and we give the ability to show their voice and like spread it and spread that women are funny yeah (laughs) and i feel like there's a larger female empowerment message for betches i mean it's a it's a funny cute name that is obviously a reference to the term bitches, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Am I right? Well, yeah. when we <laughs> when we started it and we came up with that name, people always ask where the name came from. It's sort of what we wanted was a, a term that women could use for each other that was like non-demeaning, but also edgy and, and really, fun and like fun. fun and funny. Right. So we wanted to, I mean, no woman wants to be called a bitch. I don't know if we're allowed to say that on here. But yeah, say it. Okay. Don't worry. So no woman wants Curse to up be a called storm. that, but but you know, Betch is kind of that like offshoot that you could like call your friend, and it's not hateful. It's yeah, fun. it's loving. Yeah. Like you mean it in an endearing way. And it's, I like it because it's kind of reappropriating a demeaning term that often men throw at women in a way that mm-hmm. puts them down or minimizes their importance. And it's kind of like a reclaiming of that word. Oh, can we quote you? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Somewhere. <laughs> don't worry. I won't even. I won't even monetize it. <laughs> I'll just donate that one to the cause of <laughs> female you. empowerment. Yeah. That's great. No, but I, I guess I really like that that you that we did sort of do that we were when we were talking about it we're like no one wants to be called a bitch like at all like it's mean and and when you're saying you're my bitch it's sort of like i wish i didn't have it's to hurtful say yeah yeah it's hurtful right it's, I, like even hearing you say it i kind of am like wanting to like wilt into myself like <laughs> but you're my be bitch sammy now come back up <laughs> oh she's smiling let me just give you the visual play-by-play everyone's happy now thank yeah. you right it's sort of that word that it's like to put a woman in her place mm-hmm. that's always been used for that. Yeah. And, and it's like minimizing and it, it evokes like, you know, an annoying shrill female being mean. overly female being mean and whatever. Mm-hmm. It's sort yeah. of garbage. Yeah. So yeah. I love that you guys are doing Thank that. You. Thank you. Um, let's talk a little bit about business advice. So for young men and women who are listening to this podcast, even younger than you guys, um, what, what kind of advice do you have for them if they're thinking about becoming the next Instagram sensation? <laughs> it, it, so Instagram is, is one answer and then just business, I would say. Is, oh, yeah. Is okay. Another. Well, let's start with Instagram and then go to business. So with Instagram, um, I mean, it's obviously a very saturated platform, but you can make it. We've seen people who make it. We, um, we 
published a, a podcast or we produce a podcast with the account comments by celebs, which just grew like a ton in the past year. And, you know, they really like outpaced, I would say, most many other accounts. Um, so if you have an original idea and you really have something to offer, you can grow. People do want to find new people who they love to follow. And if you're doing something different, you will get followers. And you have to really genuinely like doing what you're doing. Like you have to, it won't feel like we were talking about like work if you're, if you're constantly, um, if you're posting a lot, like you need to post, I think a lot in order to, and consistently, and it needs to feel like it's coming together. Um, so it's cohesive, but it won't feel like work if you love what you're posting. How many times a day are you guys posting? Cause it feels like a, a bunch. Like five. People yeah. post 30 times a day. So five is a good amount. Five is a good. Yeah. Amount. Okay. Yeah. And what's your business advice? Well, that I, my, mine, yeah. is, mine is honestly not caring so much about what people think and not worrying about, obviously you want to cater to your audience, but sort of not worrying about that voice that's kind of asking you like, am I really not that good? Or am I am I really not original? Am I not original? What are what are, what are what people are, thinking of me when I do this? Just like if you want to do it, do it, and then and and then figure out later. Like if you should have done it. <laughs> yeah, I think like I mean I think a lot of people kind of get held back by their themselves and and like, fear. Yeah, yeah, and it it really like you are your own worst enemy is kind of, it sounds cliche, but I, I do think it's true. I think that like, there's so many challenges that you'll, you're going to come across in business in at, at every phase in every situation. But if you have that sort of confidence, I mean, even sometimes maybe like a little bit of a delusional confidence, then you kind of, you know, you can, you can overcome those, those yeah. small hurdles and they won't feel as large. Do you guys have, trolls or haters or people who who you know detract from your message and your ideas um yeah i mean sometimes people comment we don't really read the comment section that much um but we prefer that over no one commenting anything um it's just so much better because people care about yeah. what you're saying. It just means you're relevant, right? Yeah, I've and, heard that too, that you know, you should worry when people are not talking. And thank you for that impression. We're going to sell <laughs> against it. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I love so that. Oh my God, can I quote you on <laughs> yeah, that? Sure. so funny. <laughs> I mean, it's true. That's the thing that trolls don't realize is that they're just upping your engagement because they usually leave like mad long comments. And, <laughs> and they tag their friend who they want to talk shit with. and like, thank you. <laughs> yeah, Instagram doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. It's a machine. Might, uh, might as well be fan mail, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a good quote. Might as well be fan mail. <laughs> Maybe that's your sixth book. Yeah. <laughs> We've a few um, books in between. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No worries. Um, well, I wanted to kind of close by asking you guys to chat a little bit about what beauty means to you. Because, you know, this podcast is Beauty Bosses, and I'm always kind of thinking about broader ways to interpret beauty. So, what does beauty mean to you? Well, we're both co-hosts of a podcast called Diet Starts Tomorrow that we just launched a few months ago. And it's sort of um, exploring what what Instagram does to wellness and how people feel about themselves. And um, so we're also just like figuring it out ourselves, like what beauty is and like self-worth and... and um, I feel like you that. have to have flat tummy tea on your podcast. No, that's right? what we're avoiding as much as possible um, because we would have to talk shit about it. <laughs> um, but I think beauty is 
about sort of that that per, that kind of voice in your head that's saying like you're not this or you need to look like this and this is what other people want you to look like and sort of shutting it down and just loving what who you want to be or what you what you look like or whatever you want to fix or do whatever and just not sort of judging that I think I mean also I want bigger lips but <laughs> at the same time you know like it's it, it's 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 accepting I think that that you you're allowed to love yourself at whatever whatever you look like yeah I mean again I think this is a hard question for me to answer yeah. because I feel like when I look in the mirror every day, I'm like, oh, I want to fix this. I want to fix mm-hmm. this. But if you no, actually No, you guys are me, so beautiful. That's absurd. You. Yeah. You. Sorry, you. Thank you. Oh, that's just, I know, hug. But when, you, but when you when you ask that question, what I really want to say is like sort of knowing who you are or who I am or whatever and then mm-hmm. having respect for that and then like building habits and goals that reflect like who that person is and I feel like when your insides match your outsides not necessarily only physically but like what you do your like who you are who you associate with those things really come through because you feel like a very authentic person and I think that that's ultimately very attractive to people yeah because you you when you see a beautiful person, it's not necessarily like the most, you know, uh, symmetrical, symmetrical face. Right. It's like just somebody who looks happy or just seems like they are, they're not walking around with like burdens of like judgment or people or someone who judges other people. It's just like you're just happy with who you are and like with whatever life you have, despite the struggles that you might come with yeah i really like that and so what do you guys have next tell us about the what we can look out for on the betches landscape in the coming months and years <laughs> in years um so we have our book coming out in october we have a big project coming out in january we can't talk about it but look out for oh something my god really you know large. that makes me want to talk about yeah, it though well, look out for something really <laughs> really big that we're really excited to announce um it's in, it's in, in the dating space we'll give you that space. hint um yeah what, what else? Lo- I mean, there's lots more. of podcasts. We're starting to do yeah. live events. Um, podcasts are really yeah. cool, right? Yes, mm-hmm. they're 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 very fun. It's I just feel like, like they're the next podcast or the next blog. Well, that's why yeah. we're trying to grow them. Yeah, that's so. In the last year, we've how many podcasts have we launched this year? Six, six. Yeah, in the so we're we're trying to um, bring talent in. Like like we said, we're producing another um, Instagram accounts podcast. We're trying to give also like women a platform um, to be funny and speak and speak their thoughts and podcasts are great for that yeah and it, yeah it does it gives a, it's a very pure platform mm-hmm. where you can just like get you can right you people. can mess up and people don't you don't have to have a perfect sentence and people just if you're if you have something good to say people like it yeah that's awesome yeah. okay well i can't wait to hear about all the exciting things you guys have planned thank and it's so been much. so fun having you this has been awesome thank you thanks yes <laughs> <laughs>